From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Carl Blaylock. Hi, hello, 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 and welcome into the WATH studios. Carl Blaylock alongside Jacob Mata. Got a lot to talk about today. NBA Draft. Uh, we got some pointers from our buddy Michael Roth, uh, friend of the show and former show. Well, he, was, he used to be on the show all the time, thinking about it, but uh, uh, he, he was too busy to call in. But we did get some pointers from him, who he thinks is going to be good and bad in the NBA draft. We'll talk about that. It's been a wild, wild few days in the NBA. We'll talk about some of the trades and trades that happened and then didn't happen and what's happening with all of them. And uh, we'll also talk... Uh, Talk college baseball, one of the biggest games tonight. I think it's huge. It's absolutely huge. And I don't know if they've officially announced the pitching matchup yet. But I know the pitching matchup that everyone's hoping for, that they're hoping to happen. It would be, both of them would be on four days rest. But come on, it's it's with the season on the line, you don't want to have those people sitting on the bench. And I don't think they want to sit on the bench. So we'll, we'll talk about that as well and maybe get into a little bit of Guardians baseball. You know, they have the, the big, longest winning streak in the AL right now. So, hey, maybe Cleveland, maybe Cleveland's on the come up. But uh, we'll start first with the NBA draft. And, uh, well, it, it's been pretty well decided that the first pick is going to be Victor Weminyama. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easily going to be Vic. I would be amazed if it wasn't. What I wonder is if any team's going to sell their entire team to try to buy that first-round pick. Oh, I don't think so. I, I don't think so either, but Spurs, it'll be really what, what, cool what, to hear the rumors. What would the Spurs give up to give up a generational talent like that? I mean, it's tough to tell. Because who knows? He might not He might not be good. Big guys like that. Bad histories of injuries. We'll see what happens. I guess. that That's true, but still. I don't know. Then you got in tier two, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna look at uh, Michael Roth's big board here. Uh, tier two, he's got Scoot Henderson. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, I feel like there's not as many. Like you have Women Yama, and you have Brandon Miller, and like maybe Gradley Dick. But outside of that, there's not really that many players that really jump off the page as like these are gonna be bona fide stars the moment they get on on your team. It just, I don't know. None of them really stand out to me. And maybe it's with the transfer portal and, you know, we're, we're seeing a, maybe maybe we're seeing a uh, kind of re- renaissance of uh, players just being great college players but not having the game translate and, you know, them staying five, six years, I guess. But uh, I don't know. It, it's... Uh, None of the names really jump out to me aside from women Yama and uh, Brandon Miller and Gradley Dick. I mean, Scoot Henderson, he, he, he's going to be very good, yeah. in my opinion, but uh, much past 
Henderson, Brandon Miller, and Victor. Eh. Someone will be good. I mean, it's how it's it always goes. Someone in, that gets drafted 15th, 16th overall should be good, but I, I just think, don't know who. I think this is going to be one of those drafts that you're going to have like one or two stars from the lottery picks, and you're going to have a lot of really good players uh, coming out of like the picks down at like 20 and early second round picks mm-hmm. uh, out of you know what you've got. Because there's, I mean, I, I think you got, because you've got a few players that are, you know, down in the lower, late lottery, like Bryce Sensible, um, Jet Howard is like a little bit post-lottery. Um, Marcus Sasser, he could be pretty good. Drew Timmy, I even forgot he was around still. Oh, yeah, he is. He's going to probably be a second-round pick, mm-hmm. and he's going to be a good one to grab. Um, I mean, there's I mean, there's a few interesting ones. Um, I don't know. There's... I, I'm intrigued to see some of because a lot of the stars, I, I guess a good amount of the stars from this year, they kind of stayed in the, uh, they they kind of stayed back in school mm-hmm. from a lot of the Final Four teams. So there's not really anything to base off of, no, you know, where, uh, you know, who, who who's going to really go anywhere? I guess so. I'm excited to see how it rolls out, and we've yeah. already had a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but we've had a good a good bit of drama leading up to the draft so far. The Chris Paul trade today was wild, in my oh, opinion. It, well, we've seen other ones with that, and I, I don't know. You saw, well, first you had the, uh, first you had the Porzingis to the Celtics trade yep. that went through about like six different versions before finally getting approved. And the approved one gave up Marcus Smart. Um, I gotta look and exa- see exactly where. So I, I I haven't looked aside from I know Marcus Smart ended up going to um, Memphis. Memphis. I I haven't looked much more than that. Um, uh, Tyus Jones is heading to the Wizards. Uh, obviously Porzingis to the Celtics. And I don't see much outside of that. I'm sure there were some random picks thrown around in there. Yeah. But I'm just on sportingnews.com, so. They did not mention any picks going with it. But uh, Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies definitely could uh, help them out if they can win half the games while Jaws suspended for 25. I mean, yeah. And I think that, you know, Marcus Smart is who I saw it. Marcus Smart's who's Dylan Brooks thought he was. Yeah. You know, so that'll help. Um, Gallinari is going to Washington as well as uh, Muscala. Mm-hmm. So, kind of depth pieces. The Wizards are about to be a team of bums. Yes. I, I hate saying it, but the Wizards are not going to be good at all. So, I, I missed that the first attempt in a three-team trade would have sent Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. But there was something wrong with Brogdon. Health concerns or something? Hmm. 
I saw it on I saw the headline and read it quickly on Twitter, but I don't know exactly what it was. But there were some concerns with his health that uh, the Clippers backed out. It's certainly interesting. And then you already have the uh, you have the Suns trade that was got done on Sunday with Beal uh, going to the Phoenix Suns, who now really only have they have like six players contracted at the moment. Yeah. Like that's that's they not, are in a complete win now mode. Uh, the five, <clears throat> sorry, the six that they have contracted are going to be the six that play. Yeah, twenty five plus minutes a game, and the other ones are going to play garbage time. Yeah, whoever else they can sweep up. It's not looking good, and no. you know that. Then you have Chris Paul, who uh, goes to Chris Paul then. Hold on, were the Wizards in all of these? Yeah, yeah, the Wizards are dealing absolutely wow. everything possible. Yeah, because I didn't realize the Wizards, they've been in all three yep. big trades because they, they, uh, they sent Chris Paul to the Warriors for Jordan Poole. And I, I, I don't know, uh, man. I don't, I don't like it. I'm not going to lie. I don't like I, it at all. I think it's an interesting decision. For Golden State. It's weird if you ask me. Why Chris Paul for Jordan Poole? I mean, Clay's I, already running the three with Poole on the floor, but I I just don't know. It's I, I baffling think, to me. I think with Poole, it's more of a they didn't want him anymore. And I guess they think that Chris Paul still has enough in the tank. Um, but Maybe. E- even with Joe, I mean, I-, I guess they got tired of his late game annex. It's his know? postseason numbers, I guarantee. Yeah, dude, dude has uh, he had that? They had that one run when they won it with Poole when he first came on the scene. And, and since that year, no, no, that more was Drew two Poole. years ago. Two years, yeah, but the last two postseasons, he was. That was literally awful the last. last he lit- they literally won the NBA championship mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, but he played awful in the. Uh, championship series and then he played awful this postseason yeah he was their third leading scorer in the regular season but well, i i wonder if this means that they're going to be leaning to bring back draymond on a more team-friendly deal maybe i, would I mean because they would sell whatever they needed to to keep draymond i'm not gonna lie i mean well he declined his player option maybe he knew paul was coming and he declined well, the player option. And he, now he, he declined the player it. option, but now that Jordan Poole is out of the picture... He, he was on a big contract, too. Yeah, and you know, now that Poole's out of the picture, it clears up some cap space. A lot of cap space. And you don't have that kind of locker room friction that you had Between with... Between Poole and Draymond. Green and uh, Poole, so... That's fair. I just don't like Chris Paul. Like, I, I don't like Chris Paul in this role. I love Chris Paul. I was saying yesterday... Uh, I was talking to a couple people. Yep, there goes Chris Paul's career. He's never going to get his ring. And now he's on the Warriors, so he's got a shot at another ring. I just, I, I don't, I don't exactly know how he fits on the team. He doesn't. I, I he, cannot he, figure he, it out. He, he, he like, I, I don't. Why you wouldn't want Steph Curry bringing the ball up the floor, I don't know. And if Steph Curry is going to bring the ball up the floor, why do you have Chris Paul at the two? Especially when you have Clay Thompson. It, Clay's going to have to run the three, and Clay is and, an undersized three guy. And it just, I mean, they're going to try to go with a positionist basketball and a two guard kind of look. Um, but I feel like it's just the Warriors, uh, if they're just kind of going, they're in, you know what they're in right now? Because you got to remember, Bob Myers stepped away as their general manager. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I almost wonder if they're almost in that post dynasty kind of moment. Uh, you saw it with the. Uh, you saw it with the Lakers. 
2004, where they just kind of get, and you saw it with the Warriors in 2019 a little bit as well, where they just kind of get bloated with people kind of trying to chase the ring. Um, when I think of that, I think of the 2004 Lakers that had Carl Malone on that team. Uh, you had Carl Malone replacing Shaq, and mm-hmm. it, it uh, I don't know, it, 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 it just doesn't seem like it's going to fare too well. I just don't think he makes them any better than they no. were with Jordan Poole in any way. Like, I, don't I don't get me think, wrong. I don't think they do. Maybe a little bit with more team chemistry, but he's a great guy to have in the locker room. He does not fit into the scheme of that offense at no. all. He might have 15 assists tonight, which is great. I'm not taking away from that, but he's he's not a guy that's going to sit behind the arc and chuck threes. And he's 38. Exactly. He can't, I will he say it does give him a slasher. Do they really need a slasher? I mean, it gives is them a Chris Paul going to be good enough at 38, going on 39 years old, to be a slasher for the Warriors? Because Steph, Steph and Clay have to have the ball in their hand to excel. I think it's solely just going to be Chris Paul's job to be the assist guy that he always has been and find them open at all times. And yeah, he's going to get layups off of it because people are going to be helping out to the three-point line on Curry and Clay. He's going to get some 15-foot jumpers that he's going to make, and I'm sure there'll be a couple games next season where he does drop 25-plus, but I, I just don't think they get any better with Chris Paul than they do with Jordan Poole. I, I would have liked to see them go after a more dominant big man or something. Like like a like a Carl Anthony Towns would fit stupidly well in that Warriors team, if you ask me. A big man that can shoot who you could probably get away from the Timberwolves Maybe not just for Jordan Poole, but with a few more considerations thrown in there. That would have fit better in the Warriors scheme, if you ask If you ask me. I, I agree, and I, I feel like who they should have gone for if they were going to go for kind of another, you know, kind of guard like that, instead of going for Chris Paul, go for Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, could have Kuz. I mean, here's this would be absolutely insane, and I'm not going to say they'd had the money to do it. Dame wants out of Portland. I don't know if he I, I feel like those rumors the hot stove's kind of cooled off with that not with brian windhorse the other day dame has been quoted saying he doesn't want to play in a uh, youth movement he does not want to play for here's a, here's the quote he does not want to play in a youth movement with a younger player in a rebuild with younger players in a rebuild yeah which is what portland is heading toward he might get dealt tonight maybe we'll see i mean i you imagine Clay, Dame, and Steph. I, they'd shoot 63s again. And Chris Paul, dude. That would be like the dream team. Oh, I'm that would talking, be the 2018 dream team. I was team. talking no Chris Paul if they wouldn't have got Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. But no, yeah, even throw then. Dame on that Chris Paul team. Too. Oh, oh, my God. gosh. That would, I mean, that would be the dream team for 2018. Just bring back KD while you're at it at that point. Oh, I guarantee you, uh, during, uh, during one of the commercials, I'm pulling up the Dame calling game. I'm, I'm rewatching that. One of the greatest finishes mm-hmm. of all time. Looking so, back, I'm excited to see yeah. what happens with him tonight. Looking back at the draft, uh, what Roth uh, said to us, uh, he, he said that he likes Dick. Well, I could have rephrased that better. Um, but he uh, he likes Grady Dick, uh, Derek Whitehead, Cason uh, Wallace, and Bryce Sensible uh, more than uh, what he thinks the NBA does. Uh, well, he, he's not really big on Taylor Hendricks and Osar Thomas. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. I, I really don't know. I think the first 
two or three picks are pretty well set in stone. And Wembenyama, and it's either going to be Miller and Scoot are going to go two and three in some sort of order. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I saw, and maybe Sham's kind of reworded his. Sham was, was trying to uh, spoil picks at noon today. <laughs> I saw. Noon! Noon! He was... Uh, Noon, he was saying that uh, momentum's gating for Scoot Henderson at number two. <laughs> they were going to have final meetings between him, for Henderson and Miller, but probably Henderson at two. And I, I don't know. We'll see what happens tonight with uh, the draft. It, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't. I think we're going to see a lot more chaos from the draft trades than the actual draft itself. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any big enough names to where it's going to be that surprising. No. I think the thing I'm most interested about is, does Bryce Sensible sneak into the lottery? It'll be tough to see. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been combing through a few uh, mock drafts to see where they all have Sensible going. Yeah. Three of the four I've looked at have him going 31st, first pick in round two. Wow. Mm-hmm. I knew he was down, but I didn't think he was I, out of the first round down. Yeah, I don't know about that. I thought, I also thought Victor was like 20, 21 years old. Dude's a 19. You're yeah. that big at 19 years old. That's horrifying. No, it's not that horrifying. It's just it's like that seven good. foot 12. I'm, I'm looking at CBS's <laughs> uh, mock draft. And we'll, we'll see where they got. They got women. Yama, number one. Henderson, number two. Uh, this one, NBA.com has uh, Brandon Miller going number two. So, mm, interesting. Yeah. Miller Miller on the Trailblazers is interesting. I think that might be the best spot for him, though. Uh, you know, that's why I'm not sure about a lot of these names at the top of the draft. Is a lot of these names at the top of the draft, uh, they didn't play in college. Oh, no. I'm You know, Women Yama played over in France. You have Henderson and Thompson. Mm-hmm. Amen Thompson, who played on basically like Glorp. Well, Henderson played in the G League Ignite program, uh, while uh, Thompson played in Overtime Elite, which I mean, that's just basically a glorified AAU team, yeah. I feel like. A um, couple Overtime Elite guys in the top 10. Yep. Ozark Thomas, Thompson as well. Um, let's see, looking at... I didn't know Victor had a teammate ah! in this draft. Grayley Dick interesting. is interesting. I'm not sure if I see... They've got him going down to pick 11. Yep, that's where I have him at on... that. That's surprising to me. Um, a, lot of with, guy, a lot of teams want guards. Case and Wallace. A lot of teams want guards. Uh, looking at... Let's see, Cavs don't have a first-round pick, do they? Nope. Uh, Will so, they deal Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, the, CBS has uh, sensible twenty. Why would you deal? I I don't see why I'm you would deal him this early. About the, the parody account tweet on Twitter. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think I'd they would deal him this early. Did. But uh, we'll see. Um, there, there, there's there's a few interesting things to keep an eye on here, and uh, who ends up going where. Uh, oh, is that a mock trade or is that, um, no, they have, I didn't realize the Nets have back-to-back picks, mm-hmm. 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. So from, from the Suns for when they took, uh, uh KD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens. It'll be interesting to see, but 
I'm not going to lie. The NBA draft's going to be the second screen tonight for my viewing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And the number one screen is going to be Wake Forest LSU. 100%. And we'll break that down as it's a winner-take-all game to decide who goes to the College World Series Final Series. And we'll break it down right after the break. You're listening to The Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Here's what's going on. Athens Area United Methodist Churches invites you to Summer Bible School for Athens First UMC, Central UMC, Richland UMC, and the Plains UMC. Monumental Camp Celebrating God's Greatness will take place at Richland United Methodist Church located at 60 Pomeroy Road Monday, June 26th through Friday, June 30th from 9 a.m. until 12 p.m. each day. Breakfast, snack, and a lunch will be provided for ages 4 to 6th grade. Activities will include crafts, music, games, and Bible storytelling. The cost is $30 for the whole week and you'll get a free t-shirt. For more information, email kidsumc at gmail.com. That's kidsumc at gmail.com. Enrollment is limited, so get signed up quick. That's what's happening from your friends at 97.3 WATH and 970 AM and Pure Rock 105 XTQ. You deserve the peace of mind that comes with affordable health insurance. Get Covered Ohio can help at no charge. Financial assistance is available and coverage is more affordable than ever. Some health insurance plans are as low as $10 or less a month. Don't wait. Open enrollment ends January 15th. Make your free appointment today by calling 833-628-4467 or visit GetCoveredOhio.org. This message is supported by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services but does not necessarily represent the official views of the U.S. government. Sponsored by the Ohio Association of Food Banks, aired by the OAB and this station. That's the sound of vacation mode, my friend. Even if you're actually on your way to work. An icy cool drink from McDonald's hits the spot when you need it most. Right now, get any size of your favorite soft drink, like an ice-cold Coca-Cola for only $1.29, or a Southern-style sweet tea for the same price, and transport yourself to paradise, where the drinks are cool and the vibes are chill. Side effects may enhance overall mood and sense of well-being. There are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Coca-Cola is a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Live and local, the sports fan on 970 WATH. It is the sports fan, Carl Blaylock, Jacob Mata with you in the WATH studios. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have it. We have possibly one of the best college baseball pitching matchups in the history of the sport. On one side, you have Rhett Lauder. And on the season, 15-0 in 18 games, a 1.99 ERA, 113 innings pitched, only giving up 25 earned runs, 137 strikeouts to 22 walks, a .213 batting average against. But if there is one pitcher in Major League, or not in Major League Baseball. This isn't Major League Baseball. Heck, there would be a lot of pitchers that he is not as good at in Major League Baseball. Rhett Lauder would be better. But the guy posing him might be his better in college. Paul Skeens for LSU. He's 13-2 on the year, a 1.81 ERA in also 18 games. He's thrown two complete games. He's pitched 114 and two-thirds innings, uh, given up 23 earned runs, 19 walks, 200 strikeouts. And once again, 18 games, 200 strikeouts. 
uh, batting average against a .171. This is a huge pitching matchup. I mean, I can't think, I mean, albeit, I've not watched college baseball much longer. You know, I've watched it about the last year, maybe two. But can you think of one, can you think of a pitching matchup that has this much going into it? And this isn't even the final of the College World Series. This is a semifinal. I, I can't think of another decorated pitching matchup like this. Not not anything any kind of recently that I can. I mean, maybe if you want to say Kumar Rocker, Will Bednar, when Vanderbilt played Mississippi State in 2021. But I still think this one is a couple steps above. I mean, Kumar Rocker was great, but I don't think Bednar... If I remember right from that World Series, I'm pretty sure Vandy lit lit Bednar up. But going into it, the hype was there. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing I can think of that even comes close to what we are going to witness tonight. These are by far the two best pitchers in college baseball this year. Yeah, I can't think of anybody I'd rather, I'd rather have, honestly. I mean, Wake's got two really, really good guys. Uh, Wake's Seth Keener is great, but he's obviously not as good as either one of these two, so... I mean, Rhett Lauder, Paul, Paul, uh, Paul Skeens. I mean, these are two names you're going to have to know in about three or four years. They're going to be names. I hope that, so. They're going to be names you're going to see in the majors. I guarantee it. I hope so. Uh, unless you know some catastrophic arm injury happens. Yeah. Insert Kumar Rocker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's it's going to be tough to really hit anything against these guys. It's going to come down to what you can do moving it. And I I said it yesterday. I said, look, if LSU can get to Wake Forest, if they can stay in the game to if they can stay in the game until Wake Forest's bullpen get in, they didn't even need to do that. They got to the starter. And I said, if LSU wins that game yesterday, last night, they win tonight. With Skeens on the mound, Louder is a great pitcher. But Skeens is better. And what Skeens has that Louder doesn't. And albeit, he's on four days rest. But Skeens can go the complete game. Uh, there has not been a complete game for Louder. Skeens has two. I, you know, I, I don't know. One of these pitchers is going to get knocked around. You think? Because mm-hmm. I would not have guessed that LSU would have knocked Keener around the way that he did, the way that they did. That's true. Would not have guessed it. So my, I don't know which one it's going to be, but that that's my bold take. One of these guys will be out by the fourth inning. Don't know who it'll be. I I, I love Skeens. Could be him. I just depends how well Wake Forest hits the ball. I would not have guessed what happened yesterday. Would have happened. I wouldn't have. I thought Keener would have went in there and thrown six really really solid innings, at least, and then the bullpen would have come in and shut him down. And he didn't. I think he threw. He only threw four yesterday i don't remember i'll double check but i i either way no matter how many he threw i would not have guessed wake forest or lsu would have done what they did to keener which leads me to believe it is truly and this is the most cliche thing you could say ever it is going to be a battle of who wants it more tonight one of these guys is gonna get hit around i don't know which one it will be i would probably lean toward LSU mashing some baseballs, but I, Wake Forest is 
in my opinion, the best team in the country. So Wake Forest is the best team in the country, but they have two things running against them. LSU is hot. They play four straight games. They're hot on their bats. They're seeing the ball well. That's A. And B, Wake Forest is the number one seed. It's been well documented. It's something that's been, especially in college baseball circles, they've talked about it the entire year. Yeah, Wake Forest is head and shoulders above everyone else in the country. LSU is the only one who can even touch their ear. But they are a number one seed. And not since the turn of the millennia has a number one seed won the College World Series. It's been 24 years. And if, if there's going to be one to do it, it's going to be Wake Forest. But I don't know. And especially with Skeens on the mound, I think this is where they get tripped up. And like I said yesterday, I think if Wake Forest were going to make, make the final, they had to win yesterday. They couldn't win yesterday. If it got to game three, LSU wins with Skeens. They're going to tonight. That's a guarantee. I'll tell you my surefire hot pick right now. It's that. LSU, money line. I would put a crisp $100 bill on it. The only way Wake Forest wins this game is if they get three runs on Skeens before LSU gets any runs up. Yeah. Will it happen? I don't know. I do not. I I, you've seen how my takes have gone. Whatever I say, the opposite happens. So I think that if they can put three runs up, two run, if they can put two runs up before on Paul Skeens, before Rhett Lauder gives up any, I think Wake Forest is going to win the game. And, and that is a possibility. You know, I, I the am... Wake Forest bullpen between four different relievers has given up one earned run to LSU. And you got to also remember this. While LSU is hot and it helps with the bats playing on four straight days, that kills your pitching. Mm -hmm. Skeens has to go far in this game. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's going to be tough against this lineup. Like, this isn't going to be a cakewalk. Uh, We're we're hyping up this pitching matchup, and I do think it will end up being a pitcher's duel. But looking at Wake Forest lineup, number one hitter bats 353 in uh, Tommy Hawk. Nick Kurtz, 353 batter. Brock Wilkin, 352 batter. Pierce Bennett, 359 batter. Justin Johnson, 329 batter. Bennett Lee, 309 batter. You have and you got the second and sixth batters in Lucas Costello and Danny Corona sitting at 293 and 296. You know, you have the depth in the hitting. Uh, with especially Wake Forest and LSU as well. Um, you know, up the top of that order is deadly with Dylan Cruz, Tom, Tommy White, and Trey Morgan. Uh, you also got uh, Cade uh, Bielso as well, uh, batting a good clip about 320 or above. I mean, Cruz is batting 423, but they're a bit top heavy, and that's where there is no off point for Skeens. But looking at how he's pitched in this uh, College World Series, I look what he did to Kentucky. Look what he did to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It was it was incredible. So I I don't know. I I, I think that it's I I just got to lean LSU. I really got to lean LSU. I'm I'm back and forth right now. I won't lie. 
I I don't know. I, I want to lean Wake Forest, but again, I know how hot LSU is. I I just I really do think that in the end, Wake Forest is a better baseball team, and better baseball teams find ways to win against teams that are playing hot. That's ultimately just what I go back to. But the only way they're going to win the game, again, they're going to have to put a couple runs up early. And if they put up two runs in the first, if they put up two runs in the first inning, the game's over. In my opinion, it's done. They also have to field well as well, Mm -hmm. because Skeen's last loss was back on May 25th, and that was in the uh, SEC tournament against Arkansas, and. They lost that game because Skeen gave up five runs. Two earned runs, but five runs. You can't make any defensive mistakes. Same thing happened last night. Or not. Yeah, same thing happened last night. He All uh, all the runs he gave up weren't earned, right? For uh, Wake or Forest? For Keener. No, they were. They were. Well, you have... You look at uh, game one. Because what this really boils down to is a best-of-three series uh, between Wake Forest and LSU. You had game one where Wake Forest made few mistakes defensively, um, but in the end, they ended up still coming away with it because of a great defensive play uh, at third base. Because, I mean, and legitimately, this is one of the best plays I think I've seen ever. You had You had Brock Wilkin at third base uh i forget what happened with it it was a chopper i think the bases were loaded and it was some sort of like chopper Mm -hmm. uh he mishandles it it goes into foul territory he grabs it and throws it on a hop it goes right into the glove where the catcher can make the tag and if it's not that perfect throw if you have to go up and get it, runner's safe. The runner's oh, safe yeah. at home. If it's not down on the level to where it's thrown directly to that glove, if it's not accurate, LSU scores. And we're talking a completely different story here because it would have been had to have been Wake Forest going through the loser's bracket and not LSU. They would have had the momentum. I don't think Wake Forest scores in the bottom half of that inning on Monday. So, it. I mean, I'm excited. Can we both agree whoever wins this game most likely wins the entire thing? Do we do we think Florida now, after seeing both these teams play close to their best games, that Florida stands much of a chance? I think if it's Wake Forest, if Wake Forest wins, I think Wake, uh, I, I think Wake takes it. I do think if Florida wins, and it's a little bit of a scheduling anomaly because Florida and LSU didn't play. Mm -mm. They they didn't play this year, not in the SEC tournament, not in the SEC regular season. They didn't play this year. So I, I, I think if Florida plays LSU, they have more of a chance. Um, and, and part of that is also because LSU's arms are going to be real tired. They will get an off day, but you know Florida's really only played like two games this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're playing on another an extra day of rest versus yeah. I whoever mean, they well, play, and they played they played Monday and they played Wednesday. Mm-hmm. All of their arms are going to be good to go. Oh, hundred percent. LSU's had to fight and claw <clears throat> through the losers bracket of their portion of the bracket, 
And so their arms are going to be as fresh. And mm-hmm. I think that will matter. So I think Florida might have an advantage if LSU wins. And, and they would have the same advantage over Wake, but Wake is so deep with arms that I don't think it would have mattered. Because here's, here's the thing with LSU tonight. I don't think maybe you would see Skeens in a possible Game 3 if they win tonight. Maybe you would see it in Game 3 of the College World Series Final. But he can't pitch before that. No, so, for sure. No. So, uh, I'm know. so back and forth. I got to quit looking at it. I'm so back and forth on this game. I, I'm still sticking with LSU. I think I'm 51-49 Wake Forest. That's, that's just where I'm at right now. I might honestly just take it so one of us wins. Yeah, might as well. I, th- I can't pick against them again. I can't pick against them. But when I pick them, they lose. So... Huh. Eh, we'll see what happens. If I, if they <laughs> if I pick them tonight and they get killed, I'm convinced that I am a curse for a lot of teams. I don't think they get killed. I, I think no. it's a close game. I, I think if it's, it's a close game. Wake Forest wins it. I don't know. They, it, it, dep- I, it all depends on how long skiing goes just in. Just saw the stat. In games decided by one run, they've only lost one game. I forget where I... I, I, think, I think it all depends on how long skiing stays in. I could really see this be a nothing nothing game going into the eighth. One of them's gonna get one of them's gonna give up runs. They have to. I, I get they're I, both great. I, I don't think I, I really don't think they will. The offenses are both too good for them not to give up anything. I, I really don't think they At will. At the very least it'll be two one, one one. They're gonna give I, up. I, I could see that as well, but I, I think it's gonna be even heading into the eighth inning and we're gonna see from there once the starting pitchers are gone. If Wake is up when the starters go it's done that's my that's my prediction if, if yeah. that that's how the game will will actually go if if wake is up when the starters go out wake forest wins the baseball game if wake is not up lsu probably wins the game probably if it's tied wake i still lean 70 30 wake forest but we'll see i mean it's going to be a must watch and it's about 15 minutes on espn if you uh, don't have anything to watch tonight Watch that. Or ESPN2, my bad. It's on ESPN2 because of the draft on ESPN. Yep. Bit of a shame, honestly, because... Bump the draft to ESPN8. Uh, move, move, it, move, it, move it up to 3 p.m. so they can get it done before the game. Yeah. Dude, I mean, that is... It is... I'm salivating at this game. I don't think I've ever been this excited about a more minutes, college buddy. baseball 15 game. 15 more minutes. Absolutely. We'll take a break when we come back... Uh, We'll talk Guardians. We'll talk Guardians a little bit, and maybe even a maybe even a guinea pig as well. Here on the Sports Fan, presented by J and K Contracting. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. What's well, happening? It's not the Kim and Ruth Show. It's really. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics and all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Family dinners, game nights, and holiday parties. It all happens at home. June is Homeownership Month, and the Ohio Housing Finance Agency, Departments of Commerce and Insurance, want to help Ohioans realize the dream of homeownership. Visit myohio.com. 
ohiohome.org for more information on how to find a real estate agent, down payment assistance, and more. If you're ready to buy a home, help is available. Visit myohiohome.org. Home ownership. Make it a part of your future. Sponsored by the Ohio Housing Finance Agency and aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Damage from wildfires is devastating and traumatic. After wildfires, dishonest contractors show up hoping to make a quick buck from your insurance claim. They'll promise anything if they can get you to sign a contract, collect your payment in advance, and ultimately do no work at all. Avoid being the victim of contractor fraud. Get estimates from at least three contractors. Check references and remember, if you didn't request it, reject it. To report fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance You're Company. listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. This is The Sports Fan. Carl Blaylock, Jacob Mano with you. And, uh, well, we forgot to mention the shot board. And remember, the shot board on, on, the, de- on the year... Um, the shot board's only lost, leave two games, three games this week. That'll happen once you get really good competition playing, really good competition. Yeah, you got, like, you got like two or three games that it's missed this week. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, 10 games, it's batting 700. That's pretty good. And uh, the mighty shot board, the mighty shot board says LSU. Are they above? 28,000 now. No. So they're probably like 27,484. 27,872. Any guess on Wake Forest? I don't remember what they were at five hours ago when they did that update beforehand. Uh, Are they around... Have they eclipsed 10,000? No. I didn't think so. No, we're so close. They're probably around, what, 4,200? No, no, no. 7,418. Okay. Uh, I knew it wasn't a bunch. I'm still disappointed in Florida and Tennessee. They're below them, aren't they? Yeah, no. Florida and Tennessee are in fifth and sixth below Oral Roberts and TCU. Uh, they have only mustered. Uh, they've only mustered a combined. They haven't even combined for 5,000. That's no. pitiful. Come on. Come on. Especially with Florida still in. Still in. Wild times. Absolutely. Speaking of wild times, I can't believe that the Cleveland Guardians have the best, the, uh, the biggest win streak at the moment in the American League. Big chilling, buddy. Hopefully finally getting hot again. I, finally. Some of those games were ugly. Oh, today's Watching was them. disgusting. Did you see what happened today? No, I didn't. I watched last night's game. <laughs> <laughs> last night's game was misery. <laughs> so uh, it was 2-1 to one going into the eighth inning, and the Guardians roll up. Uh, you pull pull a hit together, get get some guys on, end up uh, with the bases loaded. Here Here is how ESPN looks for Cleveland scoring uh, three straight runs. Gallagher walked. So and so move, so and so move, so and so move, score. Rosario walked, so and so move, so and so move, so and so scored. Ramirez walked, so and so move, so and so move, so and so scored. And then Kawan scored on a wild pitch. <laughs> they gave up. The A's gave up six runs on six hits, and I don't think we ever had more than one hit in an inning. I don't think. What? 
I don't believe that. No, in, in the eighth, there were two hits, and then it was walks from there on out. The starter had eight walks. Wow. Not eight walks, sorry. The reliever had four walks. I'm I'm dyslexic. Wow. Uh, well, let, let's see. On our scale of uh, Major League... Uh, on our scale of major league, we are at, I believe, the second act. So, there were two hits in the eighth inning. We had a walk, straw singled to center. Then Gallagher walked, that scored. Kwan singled, which loaded the bases again. I, Rosario walked, Ramirez walked, Naylor struck out sing, swinging, Bell flied out to left. Jimenez fell out to the catcher. Four runs on two hits. The Oakland Athletics are in. Uh, they, no, they're still they're still in Act Two of Major League. <laughs> they're, they're still early in Act Two of Major League. Um, I guess the curtain's already worn away, but I don't think they put the I don't think they put the mannequin of John Fisher up in the locker room yet. Uh, maybe they just need that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, the A's need a lot more than that. Uh, I yeah. can't believe we won last night. <laughs> that that game was that game was even worse. <laughs> oh. That game was even worse. Thank goodness we are playing the Brewers in a three game series, and then the Royals in a three game series. <laughs> we've got a chance to win. We've got a chance. We to win we need. We, we'll, we'll talk about this sometime next week. But literally, we need to start talking about the. Uh, we need to start talking about the AL Central in the same sentence as the 2020 NFC East. That's how bad it hey, is. Hey man, it's gonna get better. I promise. No, it's not. Oh, the winner of that division is going to be at 500, if not below. No. Yes. No. Yes. The Twins and the Guardians will go above 500. No, they are not going yes, they to. Will. They could barely beat Oakland. No, they could barely beat the live-action remake. MLB. Don't say that. Of Major League. I don't want you to curse the Reds, man. I'm rooting for them. Don't do it. They literally are the... That's what Oakland is. They're still an MLB team. Barely. They beat the Rays. By the grace of God. (laughs) Okay. But it still happened. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll take a time out. When we come back, we'll talk about about our surefire hot picks and uh, guinea pigs. We'll explain after the break here. You're listening to The Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. I lost my brother. I lost my sister. I lost my best friend. Each year, Ohio loses some of its best and brightest to train car accidents. Everyone knows that crossing is bad. Stop signs and crossbucks just aren't enough. How can you help? Report bad crossings at angelsontrack.org. That's angelsontrack.org. Because bad crossings kill good drivers. Sponsored by Angels on Track, aired by OAB and this station. Here's what's going on. It's peanut butter jelly time. It's peanut butter jelly time. 
That's right. It's time for the 16th Annual Peanut Butter and Jelly Project. Let's feed kids in Athens County this summer. How you say? Well, you can help out by organizing a PB&J drive. Place a box in a shared office space to collect jars from members of your organization. Make it a fun competition. And when you get a winner, call us and we'll come pick it up. Or you can make a financial donation to the PB&J Project. Any monetary donation will be used to purchase bread and jars of jelly and peanut butter to distribute through the summer. Or you can drop off a personal donation at the Athens County Children's Services. Please make sure it's in all original packaging. There will be a collection box in front of Building 10. Call the Athens County Children's Services at 740-592-3061 for more information. That's what's happening from your friends at 970 and 97.3 FM WATH Power 105. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. This is the sports fan, Carl Blaine, like Jacob Mata, somehow still on the air for you. And uh, we got our surefire hot picks, and I already said mine. We're going Tigers. Paul Skeens. Paul Skeens is that good of a pitcher. He gets it done for the LSU. Uh, you got Yaukstagas. Yaukstagas. LSU money line. Put $100 on it. We could make this interesting and actually put $100 on it because I'm going to take the Demon Deacons. And screw it. We're just going to make a bold take. Skeens has given up four runs tonight. Mm. Why not? Mm. There, when it happens, mm. I said it. We're gonna clip no. this again. Oh, we yeah, won't we'll, clip it tomorrow, but we'll clip it. Well, we'll clip. We'll clip it sometime. We, yeah. we don't have any sports fan tomorrow, but we'll, <clears> we'll clip it. We'll clip it for Monday's show. Uh, Skeens has given up four, pulled in the fifth, uh, four to one know. in the fifth inning. I don't know. I don't think that's the way it's gonna happen. Probably not, but it'll be cool if it does. Oh, it it's gonna be a heck of a game. Oh, I can't wait. I don't care if this hot pick hits. I just want a good game. It is it is going I mean, it's must watch television. I you are not gonna be able to this game starts at seven. As soon as the game's done, I'm pulling it up on my phone, you know, listening to it while I'm driving back to my house, watching it while eating dinner, watching it the entire time. My eyes are not going off that television. It's gonna be <laughs> that good of a game. Um, we said something about guinea pigs earlier, and uh, <laughs> I'm already chocolate. <laughs> you want to tell me to give any of the guinea pigs, Mr. Oh, Mata? boy. Okay. So uh, my, my girlfriend has recently uh, become... Acquired. <laughs> yeah, she has recently acquired a guinea pig, and we had uh, Mr. Blaylock over, uh, and... I don't know if I can get through this one. You, you couldn't even you couldn't even show him the thing without him just laughing. Well, I well, mean, the, the the funniest thing is we're sitting there before we're sitting here about like after after. Well, we're sitting here after the show. Uh, we were watching uh, LSU and Wake Forest the first game on Monday, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there we're talking about the guinea pig. And you're sitting there, and you're you're saying, "Oh, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be the people. You're gonna see it in Walmart." Oh yeah, <laughs> she's gonna bring it to Walmart. I want you to know. Pouch. I want you to know that it went with us to Dollar Tree. <laughs> 
the other day. Went with us to Dollar Tree on East State Street. Mainly, I will say, she was looking for a bed for the guinea pig at Petland, but uh, we had to get it a, a $1 blanket at the Dollar Tree. So here I was walking around with a guinea pig in a carrying case, feeling awful while she... Uh, while she shopped for a blanket. Yes, I carried a guinea pig around a Dollar Tree for a solid 10 minutes. And I, I just felt terrible. So, Multiple people came up. Oh, what, what you got in the bag? Yep, that's that's a guinea pig. We, we are those people. This poor, poor animal man. Again, so, this is how the night went the last time with Carl. This is how it went. So this is how we started with it. And then we get she gets there with the guinea pig, and it is just her little baby, and that's it, that's great for her. But it is so funny to me. And then she gets it out and she tries giving it to me, and the thing is such bad anxiety. And the thing is, it, it also I, just looks stupid all the time. Like I, I'll say, it, it just looks dumb in the face. It, it, it just looks constantly stupid. But the, the best part about this is, for whatever reason. I could not. I laughed like that for a good hour. Oh, you couldn't. We had to put the guinea pig away, tuck it away into a corner in Haley's room because he would not stop laughing. It would traumatize it. But then we finally get it back out. We get it back out. And... Uh, <laughs> it starts again, and this little thing, I tried holding it, I tried, I tried not laughing, I couldn't, because I looked down and you just see those little black beady, beady eyes, eyes. <laughs> you, just, you just see them and they're just like, oh, and the thing's literally the shaking, abyss. and not I a, just, not a thought behind that animal eyes. <laughs> The poor thing. I could, I could, I could, I could, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, well, over over the weekend, over this long weekend we've got from sports fans, we'll see if uh, Carl here can tolerate the guinea pig for more than thirty seconds. Uh, uh, no. Sorry, by by tolerate, I mean not. Laugh. Not. I, yeah. By that, I mean not traumatize it because <laughs> it literally is the funniest thing I think I've ever oh, seen. Oh, <laughs> good times, good times. Oh, we'll be back Monday. Reds are in our place uh, tomorrow. Six ten start right here on WATH Tune, and then.